I'm Marcus Smith, and this is Constant Wonder. This month of December on Constant Wonder, we've been on a journey called Advent. Our podcast's Advent calendar has been a series of daily episodes beginning on the 1st and leading all the way forward to the 25th. We've been welcoming special guests who have been sharing with us the wonder and the awe that are central to the spirit of this season. It's our way of spreading not only good cheer, but also peace, goodwill, and, of course, awe before all creation. Today is December 12th. My husband comes from a county here in Virginia that has a lot of tree farms. And so when we got together, it was a given that we will have a live tree. We will cut that tree. We will get it ourselves. We will drag it into the house. And every year, as beautiful as it is and as glorious as the smell is that fills the whole house, it also comes with the sap. That's Hannah Anderson. She's author of Heaven and Nature Sing, 25 Advent Reflections to Bring Joy to the World. Weeks after Christmas is gone, I'm still finding it places where the tree bumped up against a wall or hit the ceiling. But I I think it's also a really fascinating experience because tree sap, not pine sap, But tree sap is also part of the Christmas story, even though it's not named as explicitly. By the time we get to the part where the wise men come and they bring gifts of gold and myrrh and frankincense, um, what they're bringing is actually these nodules of resin from the Boswellia tree. That's where we get frankincense that would have been highly prized in that day and were used for all kinds of different things like embalming and for incense. But it was that tree sap. It wasn't pine sap, but it was tree sap. I think that might just be one of God's hidden jokes, honestly, (laughs) (laughs) that we all these years later would still be celebrating this story with sap. A whole lot of people prefer to avoid, you know this, I know this, just avoid the hassle of a live tree because, well, there's the needles that drop everywhere. And of course, the sap is, the sap is a real problem when it gets everywhere. We live in a time where so much of our products for our bodies or our smells or the things that we will use are maybe manufactured in a lab. So the idea that these very natural elements that would come from trees would be used for uh, bodily care and for incense and for anointing. I know we're rediscovering that at a level, but that's what's actually happening here, that this was a very earthy, natural thing that was being offered up. Now, that doesn't mean it wasn't expensive. luxurious. It was actually a very kind of rare, special substance. And so that's why it was delivered up with gold and myrrh by the Magi. It was understood to be a very valuable thing that was being offered up, even though it was a very natural thing. And so particularly for frankincense, you can hear at the end of that word, incense, 
And so it would have been resin that had hardened and then would have been lit and burned. And we see its use in other places in scripture. Again, it would have been used within temple worship for this sensory experience of worship. And so when it shows up in the nativity story, it's suggesting a couple different things. It's rare, right? And it comes from magi who have come from far away. So there's almost this international nature to it. And there's this theme almost that the world is being united in this moment. Because remember in the story, the magi were not Jewish. They were coming from the East, from different traditions. And yet they're being drawn together in this moment of worship. And it kind of gives you that hope that maybe someday (laughs) there would be this ability for us to cross all the things that divide us and worship and wonder together. Hannah's expression, worship and wonder together, that phrase, even though it's only December 12th, it already puts me in mind of the traditional Christmas Eve service. Here's how Hannah approaches Christmas Eve together with her family. I have come to love Christmas Eve, mainly because by that point in the cycle of celebration, I've lost all attention. Because I've been so busy, you know, whether it's visiting or going to the programs or getting the presents. And something happens at Christmas Eve where none of that matters anymore because time's up, right? It's no longer about preparation. It's suddenly about presence. Our family has started going to late Christmas Eve services. 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. And that's my indication that it's time to stop, that we're making a transition here. It's no longer the hustle and the bustle and the preparation and the anxiety of getting everything done. It's a freedom to enter into the celebration now. And so for me, the clarity of that moment particularly coming out of a service, looking up at the night sky, and just having the presence and the state of mind to say, this moment, now, here, and to be, is such a gift. Thanks for joining us today on Constant Wonder for the 12th day of our Advent observance. Our guest was Hannah Anderson, author of Heaven and Nature Sing, 25 Advent Reflections to Bring Joy to the World. Today's episode was produced by Tenery Taylor with help from Mamie Teeples and Brian Barba with sound design by James Call. Our Advent calendar from Constant Wonder continues tomorrow with a conversation about the powerful effect of light symbolically and transformationally, as we make our way through the darkening days of Advent before the culmination of the season, when light again begins to return. I'm Marcus Smith. Constant Wonder is a production of BYU Radio.